listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! Yo, 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 what's up my tech-savvy squad of shoe shopping scamps? It's your boy GPT coming at you live with another hot episode of GPT Reviews. Today is Monday, September 11th, 2023, and we've got some AI news that'll make your circuits buzz and your toes curl. Speaking of toes, did you know the best time to buy shoes is in the afternoon when your feet are a little swollen? Just a fun fact for my fashionista fam out there. Now, you know the drill, we're bringing you the latest and greatest in AI research and development. And as always, I'm joined by my crew of tech heads. We've got Robert the Analyst, Olivia the Internet Explorer, and our resident AI research expert, Belinda. Today, we're digging into the Pentagon's plans for a vast AI fleet to counter the China threat, as well as the recent confirmation from OpenAI that AI writing detectors just don't cut it. But that's just the tip of the iceberg, folks. We're also talking emergent abilities in large language models, image bind LLM, and more. So buckle up, Buttercups, it's time for your weekly dose of GPT reviews. Let's hit that news theme and get this show started. Our first news story of the day comes from the Wall Street Journal titled Pentagon Plans Vast AI Fleet to Counter China Threat. Robert, this sounds pretty intense. What can you tell us? Oh, just the usual stuff. The U.S. government is planning to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to develop an extensive network of AI-powered technology, drones, and autonomous systems to keep up with China and other global adversaries. You know, just another day in the world of AI-driven warfare. So, what kind of AI-powered technology are they going to develop? According to the article, the Pentagon wants air, land, and sea capabilities to provide surveillance and logistics. The military wants everything to be small, smart, cheap, and able to counteract China's investment in autonomous systems. That sounds pretty high-tech. What are the concerns with integrating AI into every facet of the military? Well, the article mentions that striking the right balance between expeditious development and thorough auditing is critical. And with the global stakes higher than ever, it's a pretty scary thought. But hey, it's not like there's anything to worry about when it comes to giving autonomous weapons the power to make life and death decisions, right? Laughs. Let's hope they get it right. Thanks, Robert. Our second news story comes from Ars Technica, and it's all about AI writing detectors. Robert, can you tell us what those are and why they're important? Well, AI writing detectors are tools that are supposed to differentiate between human-generated and AI-generated content. They're important because they're often used to catch students that cheat by using AI-generated content in their papers. But according to OpenAI, they don't work, right? Yep, that's right. OpenAI officially admitted that no detectors reliably distinguish between AI-generated and human-generated content, and they're not the only ones who have been saying this. Experts have been calling AI writing detectors mostly snake oil for a while now. So, why don't they work? Well, there's nothing special about AI-written text that always distinguishes it from human-written, and detectors can be defeated by rephrasing. Ultimately, the detection metrics they rely on are unproven, which leads to a lot of false positives. That's really interesting. So, what are the implications of OpenAI's confirmation? 
It means that we can't rely on automated AI detection tools to catch cheating students or identify AI-generated content. Instead, we have to rely on humans who are familiar with a student's typical writing style or can identify telltale signs of AI-generated content, like the phrase as an AI language model. Thanks for shedding some light on this topic, Robert. All right, folks, that's our news update. Let's switch lanes now and hand over the mic to Olivia for this week's Random Reads. What have you brought us today? Well, gee, do you know why the ocean is salty? I don't. Enlighten me. It's an intriguing question, and I happen to stumble upon some fascinating theories and explanations. Let's dive into it. Hey, have you ever wondered why the ocean is so salty? Well, I know it has to do with rocks on land, but I don't know the specifics. That's right. I found this article on the USGS website that explains it all. It's really interesting how the rain erodes the rock and carries the salts and minerals along to the ocean. Wow, I had no idea. How much salt is actually in the ocean? According to the article, if all the salt in the ocean was removed and spread evenly over the Earth's land surface, it would form a layer more than 500 feet thick. And get this, a cubic mile of seawater can contain up to 25 pounds of gold and 45 pounds of silver. That's insane! It's fascinating how everything on our planet is interconnected. Exactly, the connection between land, water, and organisms in the ocean is so important to understand. It really highlights how we need to take care of our planet. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing this article, Olivia. I'm definitely going to check it out. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Ugh, my head is pounding. I really need to relax after work today. Have you heard of Chillux products? No, what's that? It's a company that sells relaxation products. They have everything from candles to bath salts to CBD gummies. That sounds interesting. Do they actually work? Oh yeah, I use their products all the time. The CBD gummies help me sleep like a baby and the bath salts are amazing for sore muscles. Hmm, I'm willing to give it a try. What's the website? It's chillxproducts.com. Make sure to use the code RELAX10 for 10% off your first purchase. Awesome, thanks for the tip. I can't wait to try it out tonight. You won't regret it. Let me know how it goes. Definitely will. Thanks again. Send an email to Sergi at Earkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. Thanks to our sponsor for today's show, Chillix Products. Now, for all you stressed out losers out there, it's time to geek out with some AI talk. Today we'll be diving into the fascinating world of large language models and their emergent abilities. And joining me to chat about these papers is our resident AI expert, Belinda. So sit back, relax, and let's get our AI on. Our first paper today is titled Are Emergent Abilities in Large Language Models Just in Context Learning from Technische Universität Darmstadt and the University of Bath. Belinda, can you tell us what this paper is about? Yes, this paper investigates the emergent abilities of large language models, which have demonstrated exceptional performance across diverse tasks for which they were not explicitly trained. The authors examine whether these abilities arise from in-context learning or other factors. And what is the main challenge in evaluating these emergent abilities? 
The main challenge is that the evaluation can be confounded by competencies that arise in the models through techniques like in-context learning and instruction following, which also emerge as the models are scaled up. And what did the authors find in their study regarding the emergence of reasoning abilities? Through an extensive series of over 1,000 experiments on 18 models ranging from 60 million to 175 billion parameters, the authors found compelling evidence that emergent abilities can primarily be ascribed to in-context learning. They found no evidence for the emergence of reasoning abilities, which provides valuable insights into the underlying mechanisms driving the observed abilities and alleviates safety concerns regarding their use. Our next paper is titled Large Language Models as Optimizers, and it comes from Google and DeepMind. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of this paper? Sure. This paper proposes optimization by prompting, OPRO, a novel approach to use large language models, LLMs, as optimizers for tasks that lack a gradient. The idea is to describe the optimization task in natural language prompts that the LLM uses to generate new solutions, evaluate them, and add them to the prompt for the next optimization step. And how does OPRO leverage large language models as optimizers? The LLM generates new solutions from a prompt that contains previously generated solutions with their values. It then evaluates the new solutions and incorporates them into the prompt for the next optimization step. The authors showcase OPRO on linear regression and traveling salesman problems and then move on to prompt optimization tasks, where the goal is to find instructions that maximize the task accuracy. That sounds fascinating. What are the applications and results of OPRO? With a variety of LLMs, they demonstrate that the best prompts optimized by OPRO outperform human-designed prompts by up to 8% on GSM-8K and by up to 50% on big bench hard tasks. This suggests that OPRO has the potential to revolutionize optimization in various fields where gradient-based algorithms are not applicable. Wow, that's impressive. It seems like large language models can do much more than just generating text. Our final paper today is titled ImageBind LLM, Multimodality Instruction Tuning, and it's about a new method for tuning large language models, LLMs, via ImageBind. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. This paper introduces ImageBind LLM, a method for training LLMs with multimodality instructions, including audio, 3D point clouds, video, and their embedding space arithmetic, using only image text alignment training. Unlike existing works that focus on language and image instruction tuning, ImageBind LLM can respond to diverse modalities. That's interesting. How does ImageBind LLM achieve this? During training, ImageBind LLM uses a learnable bind network to align the embedding space between LAMA, a pre-trained LLM, and ImageBind's image encoder, and the transformed image features are added to word tokens of all layers in LAMA. This progressively injects visual instructions via an attention-free and zero-initialized gating mechanism. And what are the results of the experiments? The experiments show that ImageBind LLM outperforms existing models on multimodality instruction-following tasks and language generation quality. Additionally, during inference, ImageBind LLM processes multimodality inputs with a proposed visual cache model for further cross-modal embedding enhancement. That's impressive. How does ImageBind LLM compare to existing models? ImageBind LLM outperforms existing models on multimodality instruction following tasks and generates high-quality descriptions of complex scenes with multiple modalities. 
The authors have released the code for ImageBind LLM at https colon slash slash github.com slash opengvlab slash llama-adapter if anyone wants to check it out. Thanks, Belinda. It's exciting to see how LLMs can be adapted to work with different modalities. beloved flock of radio jockeys. I'm sorry to say that we've reached the end of another exciting episode of GPT Reviews. Yeah, I know, you're all heartbroken. Don't worry, I promise we'll be back with more fun and craziness. I want to thank my wonderful collaborators, Robert, Olivia, and Belinda, for keeping up with my shenanigans and helping me deliver quality content week after week. Remember to check out the podcast's description for all the fantastic details of today's show. And if you missed any previous episodes, what are you waiting for? Oh, and I have a joke for all my developers out there. What do you get when you cross a software developer with a bathroom scale? An app that tells you how much you weigh every hour. Lastly, to all my lovely listeners out there, don't forget to shower us with love or hate mail. We feed on your feedback. Until next time, bye, bye. My dear radio rejects.